What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Daily One Minute Message Podcast. So you may have seen this already, but this is going to be an extended episode. It is before 6 a.m., so I'm trying not to wake up everyone in the house. But, um, so yeah, so September 24th of 1992 is the day that my mom passed away. So I was nine years old, and today I'm 36. And... Some of you guys may have something like this, but that for me was, has been definitely one of the biggest uh, defining moments in my life. I mean, um, for one thing, one thing, being nine, I've had a difficult time as an adult even connecting with the emotion of it. So I started to, I started counseling probably, I guess uh, about four years ago, something like that. And the first kind of like aha moment that I had uh, when I was seeing this counselor, she said that a lot of the external symptoms that I was experiencing when it comes to worry and anxiety was what she thought grief unprocessed from my mom. And that for me was like just a whoa moment because I'm like, and I don't even know if it was a, yeah, I mean, I didn't even have enough insight to know whether or not she was right. It felt right, but it was like one of those deals that I was like, I I can't even verify that. And I can just say that, so I've been in counseling now for, gosh, uh, for uh, about four years, something like that, three, four years. And, um, and that moment, September 24th of 1992, is one that I've returned back to again and again. And sometimes emotion just comes out of nowhere related to it. It's made a huge, it made a huge impact on obviously me as a person. So one of the things, I I don't know a ton about the Enneagram, but for those of you who follow that, and, and have taken that test. It's basically, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a personality test. And I am primarily a seven. So, and again, I'm not anywhere near an expert on this, but a seven is the enthusiast. And uh, there's a lot of bright sides of being a seven, but one of the things that, at least my understanding is, one of the things that we tend to do is we tend to not be great at embracing the negativity or the challenge the challenging emotions of the moment and we tend to always look to the future because we don't partially because we don't want to embrace the the sadness or or whatever is going on presently that's one of the unhealthy tendencies of seven and I think a lot of that really started that day so I remember um, I remember the moment and I Honestly, I don't want to get too much into this right now, but I I remember the moment that my dad came down the hallway and he said, Chris, mom's dead. And I remember crying immediately. I went into my bedroom and I cried. And it was shortly after that that I was doing cartwheels in the living room. You know, when you're nine, uh, you don't have... It's just, it was too much. It was like somebody, you know, firing a shotgun right through you. I mean, you just, like, you don't... You don't process that. It just kind of happened. Um, it was really, in a lot of ways, it would the way that counselor in uh, 
in Colombia put it, she said it was like somebody turned the sunshine off. And, uh, man, that comment made an impact on me because that, that described a lot of how I think it felt for my brother, uh, Greg and I. And so for me, one of the things that's been challenging is processing, processing this when it comes to my faith, like, God, where were you? How could you have allowed that to happen? You know, I, one of the things that I want is to trust God. So one of the journeys I've been on ever since I became a Christian when I was 18, which not so coincidentally happened, uh, that I had a I had a crazy dream on my mom's birthday, December 12th of 2000, and that was the day I became a Christian. So all these things are tied together for me. But um, I uh, I completely lost my train of thought. But oh yeah, so one of the things when it comes to my faith is like God, I I wanna I wanna trust you. But if I'm supposed to believe that you're loving and good, how could you have allowed that to happen? You could have healed her. You could have stepped in. And, um, you know, because I, I've seen that, you know, not only was it her dying, but it was all that obviously was a domino effect that has created a lot of the issues that I still struggle with today. And there's a part of me that's like, man, God, how, why, if you're so loving and you cared so much about me, why wouldn't you have stepped in in that moment? Why didn't you intervene? That nine-year-old kid needed you. And I'm sure that many of us probably, I mean, I'm not the only one, obviously, that's ever gone through tragedy. This just happens to me where this broken, fallen world has intersected my life the most profoundly. And... Um, you know, I'm sure that a lot of us can, can relate to that. Like, man, you know, if God is good, why doesn't he answer this prayer? Or why didn't he heal that person? Or why did he allow fill in the blank to happen? And I don't have a lot of my whys answered. I mean, I'll just, I hope that when I die, one of the first faces I see (laughs) is, uh, is is hers um yeah i i um i i hope that i I hope i see jet black hair and a big smile and um that that's one of the first faces i see when i leave this life but until then what i've been trying to learn slowly but surely is that god is good and that i don't know where he was in that moment i don't know if you know, sometimes people tell you, like, they, they'll, they'll go to these places, um, they'll go to these places of tragedy in their past, and they'll envision Jesus crying in the corner, or, I don't know, something, something where, that, something that illustrates his presence in that time, and I, I can honestly say I have a tough time with that. I, I, um, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm fully healed, I wouldn't say I fully even necessarily grieved it. But I'm just learning slowly but surely to trust that God is good. And that he paints on a canvas that's a lot bigger. An eternal canvas that we, no matter how much we try, will not understand this side of heaven. And, um, and that all of our whys don't get answered. 
uh, you know, before we die and that we need to learn to trust him. So that's the journey I'm on and um, I'm trying to learn. You know, I do believe that he loved my mom more than I do, more than I did. I believe that he loved that nine-year-old Chris more than I know. Those are hard words for me to say, by the way, because it's easy for me to feel like those things aren't true. But I've learned to, I I think the truth in in a lot of ways is self-evident. And I think that sometimes the hardest thing is for us to declare it, even when our feelings say the opposite. So that's just where I'm at with it. You know, Romans 8, 28, it says that God makes all things work together for the good, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So I believe he's going to use, I know he's going to use this and continues to use her passing to uh, do, to shape my life in ways that, in ways that are beyond what I could ask or imagine. I'm not saying that he, I don't know why you let her die. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's just, you know, I don't know if it was her time. It's just the results of living in a fallen and broken world. Again, I don't have all the whys, but I know he's going to use it in my life and, and has used it in my life. So, um, I don't know if you have a relationship with Christ or if, uh, if, or, or I don't know if you do or you don't, but I think that our hearts, uh, St. Augustine said that our, our hearts will find no rest until they find their rest in the meaning in God. So I think that regardless of where you are on your spiritual journey, I think that where we all hopefully will end up is in a place where we can say we honestly trust God, where we rely on Him, where we live in the relationship with Him that we're created to live in. And I think that one of the biggest barriers to that relationship are things like this. Things where we're like, if God were really there, fill in the blank. So I just thought it might be helpful for me to give you a tiny snippet into the processing that I've that, that I've done about uh, this event that happened on September 24th of 1992. Uh, have a great day. Uh, um, and I just want to take a minute actually and just pray for any of you out there who are struggling in hopes that uh, this podcast is helpful to you and that God uses it and uses this particular episode in your life. God, I just lift up all those who are listening and I just pray for all of us, God, that, uh, that you would heal us. Lord, you know uh, the, the ways we resist you. You know the places where this life, the enemy, um, where we've taken hits. And um, God, I just pray for all the broken hearts out there and just pray, God, believing that you can bring beauty from the ashes, that you, God, can take messes and turn them into masterpieces. So heal us, have your way in our lives, and we'll trust you for the results. Amen. God bless you guys.